Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update, and here's what's happening today in America. Three different models now predict President Trump's re-election in 2020. A new study shows Americans very worried about personal finance. Missouri poised to become the first abortion-free state since 1973. And a professor at Oxford believes aliens have made contact with humans The reason why may surprise you. Also, I had my message of the day on personal attacks. But first, to the election. According to a new article published in the left-leaning New York Times, three different prediction models now say President Trump will likely win re-election in 2020. The same method accurately predicted President Obama's victories in 2008 and 12, within two-tenths of a percentage point. However, the models did not forecast Mr. Trump's victory in 2016. Despite the good economy, many Americans aren't feeling real good about their own personal finance. Studies suggest more than 25% of Americans worry about their economic situation, quote, all the time. Less than a third of those living in the USA have $5,000 saved for retirement and 21% have nothing at all, leaving them essentially powerless. The nation's ongoing debate over abortion getting fierce, as Missouri is poised to become the first abortion-free state since Roe v. Wade back in 1973. Planned Parenthood confirmed Monday they will likely close their last clinic in Missouri on May 31st. And here's the story of the day out of England, A professor at Oxford has an interesting theory on the existence of extraterrestrial life in the universe. The educator at one of Britain's most prestigious universities says aliens are now breeding with human beings to help build our resistance to climate change. The new hybrid species will apparently be able to handle a warmer planet with rising seas. There is no truth, none at all, to the rumor that CNN has hired the alien human to appear on its broadcast. Coming up, my message of the day on attacking people personally. But first, my friend Glenn Beck launched realestateagentsitrust.com for a very simple reason, to help you sell your home for top dollar as quickly as possible. His team quickly realized there are three keys to success. One, selling or buying a home is a very complicated process and difficult to navigate. So choose agents with a long track record of success. No part-time or inexperienced agents in their network. Two, market value for your home cannot be calculated using computer models. It takes years of expertise to evaluate your market and to price your home to sell quickly for top dollar. Beck's agents are experts in your neighborhood. And three, home sellers most genuinely like the agent. They choose to trust their home, too. That's why we select agents who are fans like you. They do business like you, and they share your value. Realestateagentsitrust.com was started to help you buy or sell your home fast. Get moving with Realestateagentsitrust.com, Realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Here is the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Actor John Voight is a conservative guy who recently stated that President Trump is a great leader and even compared him to Abraham Lincoln. Don't be fooled by the political left because we are the people of this nation that is witnessing triumph. So let us stand with our president. Let us stand up for this truth that President Trump is the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. God bless America, and may God continue to guide this nation. While that opinion is flamboyant, Mr. Voigt is entitled to it as an American. But in Hollywood, respect for opposing points of view is, well, not exactly revered. It can be a dangerous place for conservative people. Almost immediately, progressive activists went wild over what Mr. Voigt said. Comedian Albert Brooks apparently compared John to John Wilkes Booth, Lincoln's assassin. Far-left activist Alyssa Milano put forth that John Voigt is a, quote, has-been and an F-lister. Congratulations on entering the theater of the absurd, Alyssa. John Voigt has an Oscar for Best Actor and dozens of other awards. At age 80, he currently stars in the hit TV program, Ray Donovan. Mr. Voigt has put together a Hall of Fame career. No question about it. Alyssa Milano is a television actress. So I'm fairly convinced that trying to diminish Mr. Voigt's social status is not the smartest move. But the larger point is, these smears have to stop. I well understand that social media has enabled personal attacks and that President Trump sometimes uses them. But can we stop already? It's revolting. Hatred simply leads to more hatred and then sometimes to violence. You don't have to be a PhD in history to figure that out. Also, why would Alyssa Milano want to hurt John Voigt? For what reason? Disagree? Fine. Punish? Not acceptable. There is a McCarthy-like feeling in the entertainment industry right now. Anyone who might support President Trump is in danger. He or she could lose work. He or she could be publicly chastised. This is wrong on every level. Blackballing someone for political beliefs is un-American. Trying to hurt them? Despicable. Americans of all political persuasions should speak out against the smear merchants and, if necessary, walk away from enterprises that enable the gutter snipes. John Voight admires the job President Trump is doing. So what? His opinion is protected. He's not demanding that anyone agree with him. He's just expressing his freedom to speak. All of us should respect that. This is not Cuba here, even if some want it to be. And that is the message. Much more commentary available on BillOReilly.com. We hope you check out the website, which is set up solely to look out for you and your freedoms. In a moment, something you might not know. Imagine sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers who share your thirst for history and love of country. 
Gourmet Italian food, great nightlife, and relaxing poolside on the deck. Sound enticing, right? Well, you don't have to dream it. You can live it. I'm excited to announce Glenn Beck's first-ever cruise through history taking place next spring. He'll take us back in time to the foundations of our faith, our freedom, and human progress. I'm going to join as well as we sail the incredible Costa Luminosa out of Croatia. There are four different options for you, but in a nutshell, the cruise will begin in Venice, then sail on the eastern Mediterranean, visiting Croatia, Greece, and Israel. Here, you will walk where Jesus and the prophets walk, in the Holy Land, guided every step of the way. And on the sea, we'll be with you, myself, David Barton, Rabbi Lapin, Stu, and of course, Beck. We would love to share this experience as we cruise through history together. Please visit ComeSailAway.com to learn more. That's ComeSailAway.com for all of the details. Time now for something you might not know. June 6th marks the 75th anniversary of D-Day, the Allied invasion of France during World War II. It remains the largest amphibious invasion in human history involving more than 5,000 ships, 11,000 warplanes, and 156,000 Allied troops. The D-Day landings turned the tide of the war, signaling the end to Adolf Hitler's brutal Third Reich. But here's something you might not know. Why was it called D-Day? Many explanations have been offered. Some claim it stood for decision. Others say it meant departure. Those are interesting, but the truth is much more mundane. Beginning in 1918, during the First World War, the U.S. military would designate the starting date and time of any operation as H hour on D-Day. The D was just a placeholder for a date on the calendar. In military parlance, June 6th, D-Day was simply the first day of Operation Overlord. June 7th was D plus 1, June 8th D plus 2, and so on. More than 4,000 Allied troops died on French beaches during that day, June 6, 1944. The bloodiest fighting took place on Omaha Beach, the most heavily defended and fortified of the five landing zones. American troops faced overlapping fields of fire from German machine guns, landmines, and artillery taking more casualties than all of the other beaches combined. The vicious D-Day battle was immortalized in Steven Spielberg's movie Saving Private Ryan, an excellent film that exposes the horror of war. The battle would go on to define America's resolve in the face of fascism across the globe. The thousands that fell on French soil remain there. The American cemetery in Normandy is the final resting place 9,388 people who died for the liberation of Europe. We should all be forever grateful. We should all understand what happened on D-Day. We'll be back after this. Everyone has heard of AARP. You may even be a member. What many do not realize is that AARP has become a liberal lobbying group that spends your hard-earned dollars lobbying against things you may believe in and stand for. Thankfully, there is now a conservative alternative, an organization that believes in the sanctity of the Constitution and stands up for the values that make America great. It's called AMAC, 
AMAC, AMAC, founded by Air Force veteran Dan Weber. For less than $20 a year, an AMAC membership gives you members-only pricing on car insurance, roadside assistance, discounts on hotels, travel, cell phone plans, and much more. Your AMAC membership dollars support the ideals that you may believe in, like protecting our borders with immigration reform, getting rid of Obamacare, and fixing Social Security. So please join more than one million fellow Americans right now at amac.us. And yes, I am a member. Please visit amac.us. That's amac.us. And that is the O'Reilly Update. Again, please check out BillOReilly.com for more commentary. And please consider my book, Killing the SS, makes a great Father's Day gift.